guys, our first sponsor. You know them. You love them. Gorilla Graphics Design Agency. Um, I don't even really need to say this because you guys are probably so familiar at this point. But they can provide you with top-tier effects and production value. They have everything you can ask for, including professional equipment and a stellar product from top to bottom. Uh, the CEO, Jaden Swales, uh, we've had him on the podcast numerous times. He's, you know, he's both funny and energetic, and he also just has a keen eye for, you know, creating a piece of media. And uh, I support him 100%. So head over to GorillaGraphics.com for all we design needs today. That's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A-G-R-F-X.com. Guys, are you trying to find your next spot for a show or event? We'll look no further because Starbucks Productions is here to help. If you're looking for a solid team of people to get you started with your next performance or event, this is the company to contact. They're always busy and in motion behind the scenes in the Midwest and have plenty of shows lined up. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Starbox Productions' Facebook page for all of your needs today. Guys, before we mention our last sponsor, let me ask you a question. Are you a rock band or solo musician looking for representation and ways to secure shows? Well, our newest sponsor, Cranial Nerve Records, can help. This organization has been fundamental in securing live shows for the podcast, and we cannot be more grateful to them. Reach out to them for bookings via email at cranialnerverecords at gmail.com. All right, buddy. This is the McAllister's Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Colton McAllister. We're joined today by local rapper, Louie. How the fuck you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is your first podcast, as you were telling me before. Yes. Um, like I said, you have some fucking Earl vibes, man. I'm telling you. You sound and look like almost just like him. It's, it's, it's stunning. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you first. Uh, what... What is like the thing that you know got you into this, into your artistry? Yeah, you, you, you know, uh, you're a rapper. I would you say, or is that is that what you would define yourself as? Honestly, yeah, for the most part, yeah. I just feel like um, like an artist, but like not trying to be like I'm an artist. So like, yeah, I'm a rapper. Okay, sure. Well, um, you do kind of have uh, you know, I was listening to some of your music today. You are kind of more on like the trap soundcloud rap which i love i mean yeah. it's a, it's a, it's good shit um but i guess like what uh what got you into this what started you on you know doing this music shit honestly like i think i was like 16 just hanging out with a group of friends and just doing about like a bunch of fuck shit and it was like boom i should just rap and then it was all from there Oh yeah. So like, were you doing a lot of like freestyle ciphers or like, are, is a lot of stuff premeditated? How how do you go about that? Um, like, it started off like freestyling, but now it's just like, I just go in the booth and like I just say how I feel. Pretty much. Hell yeah. But like, but you're doing it like on the spot usually. Yeah, yeah I know. Okay. Right. Okay. So are you doing kind of like the Juice World method where it's like a little bit here, a little bit there, you know? Oh nah, bro. Cause Juice Roll was like rapping, like yeah, that's true. He just really rap, rapping, yeah. like nah, I'm not skilled like that. <laughs> yeah, you see that video where he does it, like uh, he does like the hour long freestyle. I think it's uh, West Side or Westwood. Westwood. Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. Man. I I could never an hour straight. I don't even know. Like you would think that you would get repetitive <laughs> at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. I I would think so. Like I would go on that bitch and feel like do a smoke perp probably. <laughs> <laughs> like to be done with 
Yeah, right. I mean, that is cannabis like a big like inspir like is that a big inspiration for you? Like, uh, you know, like when you get in the booth, does that help you with your artistry and all that? <laughs> yeah, for the most part, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite an experience. Yeah, I mean, I always found that with. I mean, they go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Fucking cannabis and smoking, like, or music, I should say. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I don't know. Like, if you make a song sober, it's still gonna hit. But like, sure, sure. If you make it high, even someone who's sober is still gonna listen to it. Be like, what the fuck? You feel me? <laughs> it's like a, it's like a high for them at that time. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, uh, there are obviously exceptions to this rule, but I always believe that artists have better when they're on drugs. <laughs> Take John Coltrane, Kirk Cobain. Well, Kirk Cobain did until he died, I guess, but or, or was killed. Which one? <laughs> Conspiracy. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, like Floyd, like all of them. Like uh, you, you see, you see artists, and like it seems like when they're on the drugs, no matter what kind of drug it is, they seem to be like making better music. Yeah. I say this as a guy who's in sobriety, um, doing a month of sobriety right well, now. Like, but don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. What What do you think about like drug legalization? Like, all do you think there are drugs? Some drugs that should be illegal, bro. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think it's fucked. Like, I don't even want to get into that because it's like, bro. If all drugs are legal, there's so many people making money so many ways. Yeah, and like. Yeah, I feel like we should just keep them illegal. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But, like, is there anything wrong with somebody making money off that? I mean, like, if you go to a drugstore, you can get Advil. They're making money. It's not. There's nothing wrong. It's just, like, I'm not, I'm not really trying to have the church making a billion dollars off of coke. The church? Bro, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck it, bro. <laughs> You know, I will say that's some of the funniest shit. That's like that's of all the ideas I've had or, you know, thoughts I've had about people yeah. selling cocaine. The church was like, the last one. Imagine it. That's <laughs> what the fuck would happen though. Can you imagine that? They had the they had the water and like do the sign of the cross and they'd have a little spoon, like just, just <laughs> does a bump right there, like that's cooked. That's why all these evangelists are jumping up and down the whole time, right? They're all, all cooked up. Yeah, man! Praise the Lord! <laughs> going wild you know i feel you <laughs> the church selling cocaine that's uh, fucking great it's just con- look into it it's a conspiracy bro. that's a real you. conspiracy yeah but like, what do you mean uh, like tell me more about this about, well i've heard about like um the fbi putting crack in the streets and shit like that is it yeah, like that yeah. or different this is, this is just super different okay I'm, I might be capping, but like, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We're not true social or anything. Yeah, this is just so, a podcast. We're hanging out. So like, you should look into it. like Google if the Catholic Church sells coke, and I <laughs> bet you'll find something. <laughs> okay, but just give me like a give me like a brief summary of like what what the conspiracy. If you can, <laughs> sorry, I kind of put me on the spot. I really am curious about this though. I've really never heard this. Like I was raised Catholic and shit. Like I never fucking heard about the church selling cocaine. It's insane. Is this where you wanted the interview to go? By the way, Is it, are you are you happy with this? I'm, I'm completely fine with it. Uh, oh 
shit. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Louis, um, yeah. what kind of stuff are you writing about when you're when you're doing your music? You know, I'm. I feel like I'm just writing about like a a free lifestyle, not like a weird free lifestyle. You know what I mean? But like, just like when you're back in high school, just doing a bunch of crazy shit. Sure, sure. Living Makes life. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Living life. Not so is good. it? So is it reminiscing, or are you still trying to live that, or like? Is I feel like it's mostly like a mix of reminiscing and then living life at the same time, and just is like as I grow, it's like it gets in more in depth with the story I'm trying to tell. You feel me? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Excuse me. So when you're talking about growth, like what kind of things do you talk about? Like you know, relationships. You know, your life in general. Like what? Where do you think you've grown? I know hard hitting questions here. I'm sorry, man. This is like, I don't know, bro. Like, do you feel like you're at job interview? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, do I really want the job? Do I really want to try? You're not that bad of a boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty chill. Like, damn. <laughs> no, but no, no. Like when I say yeah. like when I grow, like I mean like, just like getting in tune with like different sounds and shit like that. Like, just like trying to listen to new music and like mm. trying to learn new things hell yeah like do you, do you even branch out of hip-hop like try to yeah hell yeah hell, what kind of other stuff you listen to i listen to like bro it might be weird but yeah, like i listen to share share <laughs> like is that the is that do a- you believe in love after oh. <laughs> Hey, this sh- that Bro. that shit's great, man. You know that whatever you think about some like corny whatever eighties, nineties, whatever era artist, yeah. like the fact that they made it says something, right? Exactly. Like even if you think it's kind of whatever, you can still be like, hey, they still made a fucking career on what yeah. they're doing. You know that in itself is impressive. Literally. So it's just like listening to shit like that is just like I feel like I'm getting to the place where I know what I want to do. Mm. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, so I don't know like, what kind of what kind of like inspirations do you pull from and like other artists and stuff. Like, are there is there anybody that you look up to, think about when you're kind of doing your craft? Um. Yeah, but like not really, because like at the same time I don't really listen to music like that like, mm. on a day to day basis. But like, there's a couple artists I won't say their names, but like, it's just like where you see where they came from and what they did and how they got there that's crazy it's not mm. about the music it's just like how they did it crazy mm, i agree i agree uh yeah i mean you can listen to music all day long but until you understand what the artist is and where they came from and you know how they succeeded like you're not gonna you know it's gonna be hard to grasp that yeah um until you understand that yeah, man. I, I yeah. I mean, you know, it's like I used to be a rapper. Really? Actually, yeah. McCretan. That was my that was my rap name. Don't go listen to it. It's awful. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Say <laughs> someone put the link in the box in the comments. Like someone find it and put it in the comments. Um, but like you know, I I I don't do that anymore. You know, I focus on the podcasting. A lot of that is because so many people came through here that were rappers, and yeah. you hear about the amount of work they're putting in, and like, you know, how many hours a day, you know, and you just look at their lifestyle, and you know, it's great, but like, that, I just realized like that's not for me. Yeah. Like, I need like my space here at the podcast, you know, 
do your thing i think that's what that's what's important right but like i feel like sometimes you don't really even gotta like go through the route of like doing the most mm. like on some real shit like you can do it like you can physically do it but like i feel like you can just there's like i don't know if you ever heard of this rapper but his name is like wintertime he was a soundcloud rapper no made this like fire ass song blew up and just like completely disappeared off the face of the internet and like nobody can't find him so it's like it's all what you feel about it well yeah i mean i guess at the end of the day yeah it's like about how much success you want yeah right i guess i i don't know i have that like drive i i feel like i have like the thing that like mark zuckerberg and steve jobs have where yeah. like they have this like drive i'm not saying i'm that but like <laughs> i'm just saying like you have that drive like that that just you know it seems like it'll never end i feel like i have that i feel like i suffer from that how successful do you want to be um you know it's interesting i was actually talking to someone about this the other day uh i would like to be at a point of success where i have notoriety in des moines as a podcaster like people know who i am and i'm able to make a comfortable living that's my idea of success that's nice which you know isn't a preposterous you know um idea by any means but you know it's it's hard especially yeah. podcasting there's i mean and the the same is true with artists but yeah. like you know it's so oversaturated yeah. i think they come out with like it's in the hundreds of thousands of podcasts every year but the good thing is if um you know if you do more than like 20 yeah you're already in like the top yeah. like five ten percent of podcasts that's how like how many of them just drop off yeah. they do like 10 15 episodes they're like ah oh, we're not bad this isn't working etc yeah you you know i didn't really get into my grind until probably 75 episodes in really that was finally when i felt comfortable podcasting and you're like whole, yeah this is for me yeah exactly <laughs> that makes sense it takes a long time man how long have you been uh you know doing your music um taking it serious two years okay making music for probably five okay okay let me ask you this uh what's the biggest thing that you've learned from your you know from your start five years ago to now the mix mm. like the mix because it's like you can write a song and like you can say completely nothing on it and like have the beat like <laughs> just overpower it and then put it out and think it's fire but it's fucking ass <laughs> That's very true, man. Or you could write a song, say completely nothing on it, have the beat on there, but like the mix is just so intense or like such a differing experience. Tame Impala for the perfect example. Who? Tame Impala. Mm, like not familiar. I don't know if you ever like if you ever listen oh, Tame to Tame Impala. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. Like, yeah. His vocals are like not shit on there, but like their music is just like crazy. Yeah. So it's just like it's really the instruments and the music that matters the most, not the vocals. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you feel about him, but it's kind of like Drake, right? Yeah. Like Drake, I feel like Drake's music is, you know, more of about the beat. Yeah. I feel like when people, like when he gained variety is because he had a fucking, who, who's the guy? Um, Noah Forty. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Noah Forty, yeah. Like, like imagine, see, like dude has a fucking engineer for like 10 plus years exactly and like he's the man who's really doing the work so it's just like 
that's what matters. Yeah. Most. It's like Malcolm Ward. You know, I'm not like a huge fan of him, but like you have it's undeniable that the height of his career was when he was with Ryan Lewis. Exactly. You know, there there is um there are those like beautiful combinations that happen where it's like oh, like these people are making music together and like you see them separate off and you know that they're not going to be as successful yeah. um, without that. It's crazy, man. Um, shit, man. This is, this is, this is going well. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have notes. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. Yeah, man, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let me ask you this. Here's my point. Um, what, uh, you know, because you look at music like back from... You know, hip hop specifically back from like the eighties and nineties was a lot about bars. You know, um, people were like going up and do spinning a sixteen right there on the mic. You know, the old school days. They were on coke. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's probably true. For, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is that a key component in nah, music? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Maybe that is it. Maybe this goes back to what we were talking about. It's the drugs, right? Everybody's on Xanax and lean. <laughs> That's why. That's why the music sucks, right? Literally. <laughs> no, but I guess like what, like you know, kind of to your point earlier, like what do you think about that? Like the, uh, the correlation between like, like do you know? Do you think there's anything lacking in the popular music in this day and age because of you know m- maybe the lack of those bars and maybe more about like you know the, you know, kind of what you're talking about, like the beats or whatever. Um, that's a hard one because like no and yes i would say for like mainstream artists yeah it's something like in their big time for mainstream artists but like for a bunch of these underground artists or even these artists that are blowing up from tiktok is like nothing's lacking there that's just pure genuine creativity right there mm. so it's like the people who are on top that's what's kind of lacking there Mm, i see so you think that there's like a yeah i mean i can see what you're saying like the yeah. people who are on the bomb they you know they're they're trying to make something new they're you know gr- maybe they're probably grinding harder yeah in a sense you know because there there is that desperation in yeah it, you know i'm like i don't know it's kind of like sick yeah no it's it's crazy seeing people like really and you know that's you can say what you want about the negativity of like you know technology and where we're at with that but like that is a very you know good aspect of it is uh that you know you can just get a laptop i mean there are people who like they, they'll do a song on the the iphone yeah. microphone and they blow up that way it's which like that's so crazy yeah which is like you know like a video audio guy is a little insulting yeah. i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's kind of very disrespectful i think i've seen one video with a fucking kid with a fucking mike mcdonald's headset made a song with it what? yes yes <laughs> dude <laughs> hey he's probably got a sponsor for life right on like a t- <laughs> on like a 2008 windows computer right? oh my god <laughs> fuck off this is crazy <laughs> no i mean that is great but like yeah i'm sure there's someone who spent you know fifty thousand dollars plus on a recording studio yeah. and they're looking at this like motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> mad as shit yeah fuck i remember i you know invested hundreds of dollars in my home studio really yeah yeah i mean i i had i got them you know actually this mic right here this mic and you know i had the thing and the programs and all that yeah i, I made my own beats so i had you know the keyboard with that too yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of money. It is, yeah, it is a lot of money. Like that's one thing I will say. If you're like, if you're really trying to focus on yourself, I will say like record on your own for a while before like trying to go into the mm. studio because it just not it's not gonna make sense to you. Yeah, that's that's really good advice actually. Because yeah. like, only you can know what you want to sound like. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, no, you have to be able to... Well, I mean, the first step, you have to be able to hear yourself, right? Literally. Like, it sounds kind of silly, but, like, the you know, with either video or audio, like, when you really start, like, listening to yourself, like, visualizing yourself, like, it's kind of a rough, you know... It's a rough patch, because you, you're still kind of realizing yourself, in a sense. Yeah. You know? And then, like, yeah, if you, if you have never done any kind of studio time recording, and you go in and you spend, whatever, like, $100 an hour at some studio, and... You know, you waste three of it sounding like trash. I mean, that's your paycheck right there. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sick as fuck. And then you put the song out and then, like, it's not doing good because you're like, I just did that. So. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Yeah. Um, have, have you done any performing? Anything like that? Yeah, I've done a couple shows. Um, yeah, a few. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Did you get any kind of anxiety when you do that or are you pretty comfortable so like the first one i'm not gonna lie i was like pretty like psyched it's like like psyched out kind of like 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 anxious like freaking out like super anxious yeah yeah and like i i remember like we went to the back we smoked and like time was just like it just went to that time I (laughs) i just like i just like remember just being like you know what I made this fucking song. Let's go. <laughs> and like, I did that, and I was like, okay. And then the second one, I like still felt anxious, but it was just like, okay. And then the third one is like, you still feel anxious, but it's like, I'm getting there. So it was like, I get nervous, but like once I start hearing like, like the bass of the music, it's like it's over with. Mm. And like, keep in mind, I wasn't really like off drugs or anything, so it was just like straight sobriety at that mm. point okay okay yeah you know that's kind of an interesting thing right like uh like i've been doing this month of sobriety and like uh i've decided to quit drinking um and like there's just something there's just something like <laughs> fuck you <laughs> no, i'm kidding i'm kidding we are okay. in like one of the like drinking capitals yeah. of the fucking america right yeah. catch a dui go home safe <laughs> i haven't heard of that one that's funny no nah, i mean it's fucking true though man uh shit i you know i think iowa had like the the highest amount of alcohol consumption like it won the top three at least in the in the united states well over covid it like fucking doubled basically <laughs> everybody's just sitting at home drinking that's crazy yeah no i mean i think everybody kind of uh went off the deep end during covid you know that's some crazy shit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, anyways, back to my point. Like, there is something. <laughs> this is the podcast, everybody. Um, but like, you know, there is something that kind of having like a clear head. Yeah. That uh, that kind of can help you in a way. It it really does though. On some real shit though. Yeah, you have to be able to handle it. And I, like again, I don't condone drug use. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna in a week. I'm gonna be fucking hitting the blunt again, and it's gonna be great. You know? <laughs> Chill out. I feel like there's a word for it. I just can't think of the word. Was it like word for what? Like abstinence? Not abstinence. Like when you can control yourself. Oh, uh, 
self-control probably <laughs> probably but like i just feel like with drugs and like or weed or alcohol it's just like it depends on like having self-control mm. knowing when's like to stop and not to go overboard you know yeah do you do you think that that's the case for everybody or do you think that there are people that just cannot drink or smoke or whatever i feel like there's some people that don't like it some people like it just don't stick well with but for most people even with addiction i just feel like it's just this like you can't control something just mm. self mentally or physically i don't know i'm not a doctor but <laughs> i just feel like it's just not self-control yeah you know it's kind of interesting though like i feel like sobriety almost becomes a drug in a way it it does it, you know really does people like oh, like that's kind of the thing i'm worried like i don't want to be arrogant i don't want to be like an arrogant prick going like you know what i mean i used to have a friend who like never smoked or drink or anything yeah and like super energetic like just does shit <laughs> i remember we were driving and like dude just opened his car door and just started running down the street because like everyone was just high and it's just like what the fuck bro you should that 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 man should hit the boy. <laughs> I, I would prescribe that. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I'm, well, um, you know Steve-O, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he does. I mean, because he's completely sober. He's been sober like 15 years, and he does this thing where, like, it's the point now where he is. He has a uh, a food um, guy, like a, a food sobriety partner, and he takes a picture of every meal he eats and sends it to him for approval. That's how fucking honest sober shit he is. It's like, it's, there's, there's a point, right? There's yeah. a line, I feel like. Like, you're overdoing it at that point, bro. Because, like, it's crazy because some, like, addicts, they, like, they go sober and then they get addicted to food and just, like, mm. how, like, how is that the correlation? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about off camera. It's like, you know, socially acceptable, right? Like alcohol yeah. is socially acceptable. Foods are socially acceptable. Cigarettes are socially acceptable to a point. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're doing heroin or coke or, you know, weed in some cases, like, yeah, people are going to shun you for that. Yeah. And it's going to, in my opinion, it's going to, you know, reel you further into that addiction. Exactly. Yeah. Um, have you heard of uh, Carl Hart? No. He is a... Uh, um, he's a professor at a camera white university, one of them on the East coast. Um, and he, he is a, uh, he teaches, well, something, something related to addiction or psychology or something like that. And he's a regular meth and heroin user. Like, like, <laughs> like day to day, like not day to day, but like, <laughs> oh, he's like, I need some of that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like not day to day but like, he does but it like yeah a couple times a week like he takes meth and heroin like two three times a week just you know he goes he does his day at school class does all, gets all his work done then that night you know most people would have a beer or smoke a blunt and he just huffs a little heroin or a little meth and just that, that's his life he handles it totally like and he's been doing this for years that's, like decades he should be a rapper because that's fucking, <laughs> that's like some different type of bars right there I <laughs> do math in here. <laughs> uh, he wrote a book, a uh, book called uh, "Drug Use for Grownups," which I have not read yet. But um, it's an interesting premise. I think. I think. Oh, I, I really wonder how much of it is like. I love how we've got on this entire ass tangent, but I, I really wonder how much of it is like societal um, pressure versus 
honestly, like that makes it makes kind of it like it kind of makes sense. It's just kind of tough that it's meth and heroin, heroin. Yeah, but like it's kind of like the same thing with like microdose and yeah, fucking, exactly. Well, like I take Adderall, really? you know, and that's that's meth essentially. It's, I mean, we're talking about we're talking about coffee before. I mean, those two things are only really a couple molecules. Like if you look at molecularly, yeah, it's really only a couple molecules difference. No, really. But it's crazy that they like they give little kids fucking Adderall. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit's fucking crazy. Sheesh. You know, like any, like you know, because I've had my own struggles with with uh, addiction and all that, and I think I think the thing that the things that were the most addictive and the most harmful to my life were prescribed by a doctor. Yeah. I I believe that hundred percent. That's crazy. It's crazy, man. Why? I wish I was a doctor. <laughs> I'll do a little oxycodone, a little Adderall. I'm like throwing some Xanax. Fuck, dude. I feel like they got like the same type of power like cops have. Like, <laughs> if you think about it, like they're just in there. Like, yeah, fuck out of my office. I'd say it's probably a lot easier for a doctor to get arrested than a cop, though. Yeah, depends. Depends <laughs> on what type of doctor. Well, let me put it this way: a doctor cannot send a cop to jail. That is true, but a doctor can kill a cop. <laughs> really quick. Uh, inject potassium under the bomb, bomb of your tongue. That's the best way to kill someone. Dead. Yeah. Wow. Well, just ODM on you're potassium. Just, you're just teaching people how to commit murder <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> so how you make a bomb? <laughs> We're going to do the next 10, po- 10 minutes of the podcast, just dissecting how to create a bomb. First, you need nitrogen. <laughs> you know, I'm reading, this, I'm reading this interesting book called The White Pill really? by Michael Malice. And uh, in the book, because the author is an anarchist, which I'm not, but I think, I think it's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting philosophy, a lot of interesting things to it. But in this book, they're, they're talking about like the history of... Uh, these movements and like how um, these anarchists and socialists discovered um, they either discovered or they procured uh, like explosives like the guy who invented it they like got it from him directly and like they you know because the the police were taking away like all their other weapons and stuff but then they like we have fucking bombs what? and like they you know they use that to their advantage and then like they ended up like executing a bunch of guys you know the people that like weren't even at this protest that went wild um, that just like spoke at it, like got executed for even being there. There was a guy who <clears throat> he didn't want to get executed, and he had someone sneak in a bomb, and he put it in his mouth and exploded in his mouth. And they found him like with his jaw hanging out, writing uh, "Hurrah for Anarchy" in um, I think Russian. That's yeah. That's that's uh, commitment to your ideology for sure. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like I hear good books, and I'd be like. Yeah, that should be a movie because I'm not gonna read that. <laughs> like, that uh, you know what, man? Normally in the same way, but I don't know. It's weird. I've been getting into it more. Really? Yeah. Damn. Usually, do you I, like read them or like do you listen to them? I read them. Okay. Yeah, Damn, that's crazy. I can't do audiobooks, man. Really? I do podcasts, but like audio, there's just something about the audiobook. I can't with the narrative. I can't do it. I don't know. I've been. I got into audio audiobooks for, just for a little bit. Okay. And it was like it was pretty chill. Like. I don't know. Just not reading and just hearing it, it was like, oh, this makes sense. 
Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I have something where, like, I, I don't see most people read and, like, they'll have, like, a visualization in their head. Like, they're almost playing a movie in their head. Yeah. And I don't read like that. I just take in the information. I, like, almost, like, compute it. But I feel like we're getting know. to, like, the time and age where, like, technology is getting so advanced. It's like... Mm, yeah fuck do we have to read like right right that yeah i mean it is very possible that books are become obsolete like and that would be crazy because like damn well like once we're fucked and we have to read something then there's gonna be like a whole generation of kids who can't read (laughs) you're already seeing it now with these damn rappers using all these symbols and all caps in their name motherfuckers can't even spell (laughs) no i'm kidding I get it. I uh, get it. There's there is some rappers that can't read. <laughs> and I, I bet I bet they use an audio version to <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> they're like reading an album cover and they're like, where's the audiobook for the, the album cover mm-hmm. text? Literally. Where are the audiobooks for the lyrics? <laughs> it's in the album, motherfucker. Can't listen to the whole thing. Just listen to the song. Yeah. <laughs> they're like yeah they must you know they'd have to be confined to freestyle at that point right man some like some Lil Wayne shit how he just like quit writing did you ever hear about that no I did not yeah so when so Lil Wayne you know cause he started like when he was fucking eight you know like a kid Damn. Um, so he you know he's been doing it for a minute but like there was a point in his career where he just he decided, like, I'm not writing anything down. I'm doing it all off the dome, all freestyle. And uh, he went in and he recorded, like, a, like I think, like, a one to two hour session. Just straight. Just He just took his notebook of everything he wrote and he just wrapped all of it. And then he just, Damn. from that point, he, like, got rid of it. He's like, I'm done writing. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. He's one of the goats, man. He is Fuck a wheezy yeah. F baby. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's really sad they got all that legal shit. His career just kind of, you know. Yeah, he's limited. Yeah. He's not like, I don't think he's like, uh, I don't think he's lacking anything. He just is legally, you know, he's scared. You know, he got in a lot of trouble and he doesn't want to fuck. <laughs> I mean, like, they're, they're, they're a strong gang, man. You don't, you don't want to fuck with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that gang, that, the 12 gang or upper oh, is that gang. What, is that what it is? I'm not familiar uh, with this gang. No, it's, uh, I think it's the police gang. <laughs> They're, they're 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 a strong organization. Hey, you're speaking the truth, man. <laughs> they got a uh, they got a lot of bodies on their head top. Dude, so like, hey, you know I agree with that 100. <laughs> percent That is the fucking deadliest nah. gang. Fuck, fuck America's the deadliest gang. We fucking shit. start shit overseas. We fucking bomb motherfuckers for no reason for oil. <laughs> <laughs> people are capping for it's, drugs. We fucking bomb people for oil, motherfucker. It's, it's so <laughs> fucked up, but like it's low key kind of funny because like. <laughs> We're just out here, like, straight up bullying, each, like, people. <laughs> like, we bully each other, but then, like, we bully, like, bigger things. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Hurt people hurt more people. Yeah. Just a bunch of gangs, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what life is, a bunch of gangs. Just a bunch of signs. Yeah. You ever hear, uh, um, have you ever heard Marlon Craft? No. Uh, yeah, so I can't, uh, I don't remember what's it's my gang or gang life or something, but he talks about like how he talks about, uh, like the police system, the KKK and, uh, you know, the perspective of a black guy in jail yeah. and he, he, 
he basically the point of the song is that yeah like everybody's just a part of a gang that's really yeah. what it is we're all part of our group or click and like to an extent people will use whatever force necessary to protect themselves or their loved ones or whatever damn you know i'm i might need to listen to that because that's kind of that's very true yeah marlon craft i i can't remember the exact title of the song but it's gang gang something yeah yeah shit. it's good shit man um fuck man we've been going for about about 45 minutes or so um yeah shit do you have anything else you want to you want to mention um 205 is a mixtape that's gonna be coming soon for now i can't i can't speak too much on it but as well there's gonna be ep coming here soon untitled so far (laughs) (laughs) so far hell yeah you still you still in the process of that yeah it's gonna be a vibe though it's gonna definitely just take you there you know it's sunny out go on a drive listen to it mm, hell yeah if you're in the bars and get your airpods put it on listen to it hell yeah hell yeah let me ask you one more question you uh like for your beats like are you working with local producers or you mostly go online or um recently i've been working with a couple local producers there's a couple people around in des moines that's just like unrecognized I'm not gonna say their name because keep them unrecognized. Just, they, like once you hear about them, you know, and you know who the fuck I was talking about right now. But for now, yeah, there's a couple producers I've been working with. Like, yeah. hell yeah, keep it local. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I know Iowa's kind of a small state, and you know, Des Moines kind of a small town in a way. But you know, people forget L.A. was like that once too. You know, people just got to gotta be nice just hey. be nice to each other hey i i agree with that 100 yeah treat, treat others how you want to be treated it, it's it sounds elementary and cliche a little bit but mm-hmm. i think it holds a lot of truth just be chill make some music do whatever you you do on your free time yeah whether you it's know. meth or heroin or <laughs> <laughs> legalize it <laughs> You know, I had an idea for the podcast. What if we just did an episode for every drug? We just (laughs) (laughs) one day start with coke, and then we just. Honestly, I wouldn't attend that, but like you would watch it, right? (laughs) Bro, like you would, you would be famous by the first episode. Second episode is just a dabble. You might as well just twitch like every episode, live stream this shit be the true guinea pig yeah be like one of those motherfuckers who like takes acid while they're dying yeah yeah <laughs> i need to fucking rock with this shit but as well like um there's a show coming up um i can't remember but i think february 17th february 17th. oh that oh that's a that's a show of yours that you're doing yeah. okay okay and your, do you know where that's at your private bar oh okay okay yeah um i'm lolo and all them yeah oh yeah yeah me and lolo always i'm very familiar with what they do and yeah i i support them 100 percent. i just want to like you know psych out the i like to say this term is like turn up the max i'm like i just I was, <laughs> turn up what, the max and psych it up nah, yeah. just, <laughs> just for a little bit hell yeah hell yeah, yeah. well yeah you, you you psyched when you first started and now you're psyching out the audience it's yeah. great man it all comes full circle yeah, literally Fuck i'm like yeah. Everything I said in this podcast was like just all prop. 
all props. (laughs) 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 This shit is not real. (laughs) Hey, you know, I I truly believe podcasting is 50% bullshit. No cap. It's it's literally just the art of talking. Like, if if you were to have, like, the people who are, like, all, like, analytical and stuff, like, little ex-freemans of the world and shit, like, they're just, they're pocket, I mean, they're they're informative and great, but they're also kind of boring. They're, like, just, uh, is who? Just the mysteries of science and the universe, you know. You should honestly, like, do, like, a murder podcast, but, like, <laughs> Dude, no. on, like, local... There's too many of those fucking things. No, but, like, <laughs> listen, hear me out, hear me out. On, like, local Des Moines murders. So, like... <laughs> yeah, like, the shooting that just yeah. happened. <laughs> and you should just, like, but, you're, like, you should blame, like, the most outlandish person. Like, just, like, a common white mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Kim, like, blame Kim Reynolds I was or just something. thinking that... <laughs> And just be like, yeah, she fucking did it. <laughs> Kim Rose went to the YMC and they are 15 and just. <laughs> you didn't vote for me, I'm gonna fuck you up. Uh, Louie, yeah. it's been a fucking pleasure, man. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, bro. Um, but I guess, let me ask you this where can people find you? What are your socials and all that? Okay, so Louie Mid is my Instagram. L U I. M I D. You're admitting that you're mid? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> on on Apple Music, SoundCloud, and everything else is Louis with an asterisk. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um yeah, everybody go check his stuff out. Um guys, this is the Cow Stars Podcast. As you know, we're here every Monday and Thursday at seven PM. <laughs> We have a website, MacAllisters.com. Go check that out. Go donate. Gang. Um, and there's <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're starting a gang. We're uh, we're signing. We're having signups and uh, attendees. We're gonna have our first rally, our first gang rally here in a couple weeks. USA we're going back killers. KKK style. You know? <laughs> White hoods from burning crosses. Everything. <laughs> we're, go- we're taking it back, bro. All props. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. This is satire. (laughs) Jesus. Be like that last show where the fucking lady wanted to kill me. I want to meet her. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about talking to her afterwards. But I didn't want to get I didn't want to get like wet by a drink thrown in my face or something. That would be fucked. (laughs) Anyways, you guys can donate to the website. Uh we also have Patreon with exclusive content. You guys can check that out. And uh yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night. Peace.